Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Choose Radio, sponsored by our friends at Sullivan University. Chef Jeremy Ashby, Sylvia Lovey, how y'all doing? Doing great. I want to hear. Mm-hmm. We did the the Milligan's maple syrup. We did last, last week's week. show. A great episode. Great show. But I want. I know you told us you were going to do an experiment. Mm-hmm. You were going to actually do. <clears throat> His syrup. Oh, I on did pancakes, and I didn't and wait. Butter. There was something in I, there about butter. I didn't wait till. Well, I made a maple butter. So I, but I didn't wait till the weekend. I literally did it that night. Yeah. Did you use my recipe from last I did. week? You did. You did. I did not. Eat, wait, with the Chipotle one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't haven't use, done no, that yet. Yeah. I didn't do the Chipotle. So what did made, you do? How did you make? Maple? I made just a basic pancake recipe, homemade buttermilk pancake recipe, right? And then we did. So we had the regular syrup, regular right. maple, and then we had the bourbon, and we had the bourbon maple. So I was like, I put them on the table. I let the kids. I'm like, you know, you guys might not be old enough. You might not like the bourbon maple syrup. Ooh, they, they crushed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> they they used all the kid, which scares me because I'm like, well, this is I means know, I have they to like bail bourbon. Um, yeah, the, the the bourbon maple syrup was the biggest hit. <laughs> so then I, I I was like, y'all, was like, hey son, bring me some maple syrup. He's like, can I have a hit now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, my eight-year-old goes... We can see your rap sheet now. You oh, yeah. Get, yeah. He goes, can I get drunk on this? I said, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. That's not fun. So, um, but the thing I did that I was most proud of was I used the bourbon maple syrup, what was left, in an old-fashioned. Mm. So oh. instead of using the simple syrup, I did... Um, a kind of a combo. Thing. Yeah. So just regular bourbon, you know, yeah. whatever bourbon you like yeah. in an old-fashioned. Um, maples, the bourbon flavored maple syrup, sure. some orange and, and some bitters, and yeah. made a drink and out of that. And that was amazing. I love that. Oh, that I was love that. so well, much better than simple syrup. Chef, I know you've got some ideas and thoughts on maple syrup stuff. Um, he's keeps sending us good stuff. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, M- Milligan's maple products are at Azure now. So, I mean, if you want to try any of these stuff, we, you know, come out for brunch. I'll pour some on your on your French toast, which is already pretty much smothered in bourbon, brown sugar, caramelized Yikes. peaches. The bourbon <laughs> maple syrup is my yeah, favorite thing. Like, I, 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 I'm never going to be able to eat like Mrs. Butterworth's ever again. I know. You yeah. can't. You I'm can't done. go back. And then if you want, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you right now that I gave you a recipe last week. Check out the podcast for mm-hmm. maple chipotle yeah. butter. It's It was on the TV it's show. Killer. The best thing I ever ate, if that tells you anything. That's so great. That's I think great. that's going to go on a chicken sandwich this weekend. Ooh. I think I'm going to put that on a chicken sandwich. Oh, by the way, that masa yeah. crust right? is so good. Isn't that something? I love that. Right. That's, that's chef's chicken sandwich entry into chicken sandwich week which is one just more about day over with so yeah. the, uh, yeah. there's a, tomorrow there's a tip out here guys like everybody in this area fries and cornmeal right mm-hmm. just take it a step further and get the more processed cornmeal called masa that's used for making your tortillas and you right. know more arepas or whatever what do you, you mean want. by more processed um it's just gone through extra grinding and then i, I can't pronounce the term a moxtala oh, so it's more easy to bread something with it right but they also kind put of, it through a process with i think with, with lye that they, gives it a whole different texture and flavor he's yeah. right oh. yeah. moxilization yeah that's what i was trying to say yeah. a so, moxilization i can't make cornmeal stick to stuff as easily as flour well, all right here's the the secret to that which mm-hmm. we can I'll, I'll bridge into later on we're talking movies too right um right I know, yeah the I know foodies we'll reviewing movies yeah. podcast but uh, literally Callie's the process awesome. in the kitchen we call it penne just like the pasta and mm-hmm. it means flour egg wash you know and then crust so you're always going to roll your your stuff in either plain cornmeal or flour and then you got to dip it in your egg and milk and then you put it in your actual coating because i try to stay away from gluten if i can well then just masa egg wash masa 
Masa. Where can you get masa? Right at the grocery store. I saw it in Kroger's, right mm. even next to the Americanized Mexican yeah. products. It's it's very wow. readily okay. available. Yeah, it's okay. usually either on the flower aisle or right next to the it was taco tasty. stuff. I mean, it was real tasty. It's very well, let's yeah, talk so movies. anyway, but what about it? You, this is a fantastic crust for all things chicken. It was yeah. delicious. Yes. It was delicious. Or fish. Works great for fish, too. And, and the yeah. slaw was so good. Oh, perfect. Uh, movies. Let's mm-hmm. talk about movies in anticipation of this great guests that we're going to yeah. have on. Callie's going to talk about foodies reviewing movies. I love that. So that, we'll explain. That's a podcast. Your, what's your favorite Friends get together, movie. they eat food, and they review yeah. movies together, and they review the food in the movie. So if you're going to watch a movie, you got to have something to eat. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So, so what's your favorite food movie? The one that actually deals with food. Oh, favorite food movie. Okay, I'll go first. I can give you mine. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Sideways. Great movie. And remember the, the Merlot? Yes. The Paul Giamatti. Wine. Yeah, and the, and the Merlot comment mm-hmm. that actually tanked the Merlot market I'm not drinking for a Merlot. long time. Yeah, I'm people wouldn't drink Merlot. Merlot. That's <laughs> a good one because uh, all the cheese references. That? Yeah, I love that movie. I love that movie. I think my favorite food movie, it's not fair because it's my favorite movie of all time, Yeah, is the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Love it. It's my favorite movie of all time. I I watched that movie the day my kid came home from the hospital. I made him watch it. You know, I watched it with him, the song. Twitch, I can see you loving Willy Wonka. It's my favorite movie. I could cry just thinking about it. I love that movie And who's the star again? What's his Uh, name? uh, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, my that favorite look, actor of all time. the you know his eyes yeah. and everything. I love it. I love it. That's a good food movie too, guys. It's a good oh, movie. So it's fabulous! I really get caught up in the lore of like a hook or uh, like Harry Potter when they show the long banquet tables of mm-hmm. yeah. you know immaculately prepared feasts that will baffle your senses, right? But you know, as, as we're talking about this show, I, I started thinking about my favorite yeah. reference to food in the movie, and there's a movie called Defending Your Life. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard of this. Yeah, and it's really, it's uh, Meryl Streep and Albert Brooks, and it's just a really sweet movie. These people are dead, and they go to kind of the purgatory in between heaven and hell, and they defend their life in front of a panel. And they, they show movies of their lives, right? So but they have they it's also, almost like a court case. It's, it's a court a lawyer, case it's to go like into heaven. Case, and they have to How long and the cool part is, is, is while they're there, they can visit the restaurants or whatever, right? But every bite of food is the pinnacle best ever, like the, the perfect form from Plato's right. forms of that food. So like a bite of shrimp cocktail just blows your mind. It's prepared just how you would think it would be perfect. So, and then it goes through spaghetti and linguine and all kinds of Can stuff. I name the food? And they're just freaking out. I wrote down fettuccine because there's a scene in that movie that fettuccine. involves fettuccine. And what's the name of the movie? And when was Defending it Defending Your Life from 1991. 1991. Yeah, Meryl Streep, Albert Brooks. It's hilarious. Probably one of my top ten movies of all time. It's really that good. Yeah, and I forgot about it until I started thinking about eating and that was just really interesting to me i was really jealous of them i was like yeah you know maybe i get to try all that cool stuff when i'm dead well because it really makes you think like for for like fettuccine because i i I, whenever i think about that movie i associate it with fettuccine Mm -hmm. because that's one of the scenes because they're like this is how could this be so good right and it's like well i love fettuccine but where's the best who if you had to you know boil it down to like for me it's fried chicken if like for fried chicken where would i get the pinnacle yeah, the best, of that the best like what would the pinnacle yeah. of that be for me uh, so oh have you have you ever you seen pig nicholas cage came yeah it came and went real fast mm-hmm. and i hear it was really good it's on hulu you, so it's a movie about a guy who, yeah, whose pig is stolen or but he's a truffle hunter yeah mm-hmm. 
And, and his pig, he, he gets beat up. His pig gets stolen. Yeah. He was like a famous yes. restaurant. Did you watch it? I saw a little bit of it. I didn't see the whole thing. Did the pig die? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I won't see it. So this guy. guy was, a, they, they killed his pig? So they well, steal they his pig. It. So this so is like a John Wick situation. Like they, he sort just comes of. after him. So, yeah. I mean, if any, if you know anything about truffles, you know about truffles. They are the most sought after food in the world. And the only way right. to get truffles is by getting these specially trained pigs that can yeah. find them. Well, oh, he, that's why they took it. Yeah, he had a, a, a truffle pig, and he was a famous chef who went in recluse. Yeah, and became just, a truffle and Nicholas, guy. You can't even recognize Nicholas right. Cage. It's a very understated performance, which is uh, unlike Nicholas Cage. Right. Uh, but uh, I, I want to see it, but I don't want to know if the pig. I don't. I wouldn't put that pig around Jeremy. No, because that pig wouldn't last. Well, I mean, I'm, we'd be friends for a while, but yeah. when I get hungry, <laughs> that thing's pretty useful. <laughs> Let me ask you this. How tasty would a pig would a pig that ate truffles be? <laughs> Ooh, so I mean, if you were if you were uh, basically God and could afford to feed a pig a diet of truffles, and that I, I, I assume they might eat them. They can sniff them. Maybe right. it's because they think of this food. I bet that would take on a lot of undertones. I don't think anybody's ever fed an animal truffles as their primary diet, and then. Then ate that. And then ate them. Uh, there's but probably I'm somewhere down. in the world. I'm down. Well, have you seen that there are, uh, in, in states where cannabis is legal, there are farms that are feeding pigs cannabis. Mm-hmm. Not to get the pigs high, but because it infuses the, 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 the flavor in the meat. Into the pig meat. Absolutely. Mm. Oh, fascinating. Because some of the things from the industry are not usable, not you know, right, not usable right. for the industry. So like the stems and things like that, the, the stalks. So they're using they that as hog feed. And they are infusing their flavors in 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 the pork. Mm-hmm. Why not? That's Why not? A, I mean, I, that's a good use for steam stems and all the stuff that right. I Some use. of the other the uh, movies out there, just to just to jog your memories, uh, Ratat- Ratatouille. Oh yeah, great movie. To, it's a lot. A lot of people say it was the best food movie ever. It's pretty and good. It's, it's up there. And it's about um, about people pursuing their dreams. Did you ever see Everything Everywhere All at Once? I haven't seen it yet. I always like they had a spinoff called Rakakuni instead of Ratatouille. It was just a Rakakuni. Really, you didn't see that one, Rakakuni. <laughs> Rakakuni. I've heard it's a very odd movie. Well, it's like basically the the Everything Everywhere All at Once. She can't say Ratatouille, or she's from China, and, and you know, yeah. and that's what's Rakakuni. You know. Like a whole different spinoff. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, Dinner with Andres. Dinner with Andres is a great one. movie. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, and of course, famous lines out of movies. I'll have what she's having. Carrie McSally. <laughs> yeah. Dinner and with Andres is a very odd movie. Dinner it, with Andres. The whole movie takes place in a, in a restaurant. And it's just a, basically it's a conversation. Most of it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's a really like head trippy movie. Have you ever seen it? No. It's a very head trippy like seventies really seventies yeah. movie. But if you watch it, a lot of things they talk about in the movie kind of applies to today because they talk about how people are escaping cities and going to the country and it's yeah. interesting. Julie and Julia. That's another mm-hmm. pretty that's a famous good one. movie. Well, uh, what do we eat with this stuff? Yeah, chef. Do you have a? If I'm well, have my home theater, right? And I want to have something besides popcorn. I mean, I can pop that in any in five minutes, but. What do I want? Can I get like something that's nacho like, mm-hmm. that's gooey and bad for me and so I think delicious? This, I think that's where we are because we, we, we talked about this a little off air, and I think mm-hmm. we all agree you, you have to kind of keep it neat and clean. Mm-hmm. You know, you're probably leaning back and forth from a sofa to a True. coffee table. You don't want it too gooey. You know, not everybody has those stuff. So I think, you know, your handheld foods are, are where we go. You know, I, I, we've talked about nachos before. I'm not a fan of the movie. T- 
place nachos with yeah. the fake cheese. I am a fan of a thing that I see on social media all the time for friends where if you have a coffee table in front of the TV, you just coat the entire coffee table with aluminum foil, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And then throw all your chips on the table and then just start covering it with all the stuff. Now, the problem with that is after about a half just hour. Just regular chips. You don't have to cook them or anything. No, use your tortilla chips from the bag or whatever yeah, you want, right? Bag. You're making a nacho You're table. basically making a nacho table. And right. you're yeah. eating off the table instead of having plates and stuff. It's just a kind of a fun interactive fun, that thing. Is fun. Right. And then you can just kind of roll up your aluminum foil and your table's clean and you throw it away and there's no plates what do you and put no on mess. Top of them? Well, that's the thing we were talking about is, you know, whenever I, uh, let's say we're watching a movie in Kentucky, I'm thinking about Kentucky beer cheese sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And easy ways to make that would just start with butter and jalapeno and lots of garlic and onion and just saute those for a good 20 to 30 minutes i said 20 minutes 30 minutes that long really like not caramelizing sweat okay so it's completely translucent all but dissolved in there you've infused all that jalapeno onion and garlic into your butter add a couple pinches of flour add the milk it thickens and then finish it with beer and cheese you know, you spice yeah. it up. So you've got a cheese sauce, right? And what I don't like about nachos is they get soggy. That's right. Right? Mine do. Mm-hmm. Now, I, not that I don't like soggy nachos, but yeah, it's not conducive to eating yeah. movies. Yeah. There's like yeah. a 15-minute yeah. window when you're eating nachos yeah, that's right. that they're good. And after that 15 after minutes. That, you unless know, you're just crazy like me and you'll eat them anyway. Right. <laughs> so I would like, you know, and also I think the rules for nachos and chips are kind of whack. I mean, it's not just all tortillas. I think you got to throw some Cool Ranch in there and some regular Doritos and maybe some pretzel sticks sure. and potato sticks. Doritos, and I'm for Maybe that. Sun Chips, all your favorite stuff. It doesn't have to just be corn chips. my right? mind right now, Chef. Right? You're and then, you know, right I put them in a bag and maybe put them on top of the TV or projector while you're making your dip. You know, when they're nice and hot for your movie. <laughs> And then, um, so you've got this beer cheese kind of sauce. And I think it's probably better to put a bowl of your nachos in the center of the table and put the chips around it. So everything you'd want to put in your nacho, uh, on your nachos, should go in your nacho cheese sauce. You just dip it. Right. Dip it. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I mean, black beans, black beans, corn. Mm-hmm. You know, I would go with sh- probably, probably chorizo. You know, because I like the spice, so just mm-hmm. brown some chorizo. Add all the other vegetables in there. You're basically making a fancy rotel dip with beer cheese, right? But at least it's going to be something you can share and not get soggy. You know, beyond that, guys, when I think movies, we talk about popcorn chicken, and oh, yeah. those the bite-sized chicken pieces. But yeah. I actually think you just take your old popcorn, puree it up. And do your breading, Sylvia. Flour or cornmeal, egg wash, and then crumbled up popcorn. And you've got popcorn crusted chicken really? fingers. Really? Yeah. Go so over that again. You you take popcorn. Yeah, you've got it. It's and you old, put it in a blender And or you just pulse it in your blender till it's kind of a fine powder. And then uh, masa, like you want to keep uh-huh. stay gluten-free, or flour. Then egg wash, dip it. Then roll it in popcorn. And then fry it. So you've got popcorn chicken. Right. Yeah. Blowing my mind. I mean, you're saying things today that I think either in 50 years people will think you're a genius or a madman. Well, I mean, you guys should yeah. listen to me when I talk about food, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah so we should. I, and then, you uh, know, from so that point you, on, you can just dip them in your how, nacho cheese. How dip. tiny do your chicken pieces have to be? Uh, they could be whole full pieces or planks. I, I think, the Sylvia, great question. It can't be too thick mm-hmm. because yeah. the popcorn will burn up before the chicken's cooked. So whatever you do, do it in thin quick cooking batches or else it's really going to take away from that popcorn flavor but i've done this this works and i also have done things like like pureed a little corn flake into it 
for crunch, extra crunch. Now, don't expect your white cheddar powder and your other stuff flavors to come through. They're not. But that doesn't mean you can't toss the popcorn chicken and those flavored powders you can buy, right? Yeah. You know, so if you want white cheddar popcorn chicken, it can be done. You got to patent like that. Uh, that ranch, you can do it with so like good. ranch powder. Yes. Now, don't tell Cinemark about any of this because they haven't put the pieces together yet. And if people <laughs> are going to buy personal pan pizzas on a movie, they're going to buy chicken fingers. Yeah. Well, that I, is so to unique. To me, the, the most important thing about a movie snack is it has to be something that you can eat without having to look at it. Yeah, because you like don't popcorn. want to take your eyes off the movie. Mm-hmm. So I need to have a thing. That's why I think even though popcorn isn't my favorite movie treat, it's very easy to eat because you could just yeah, eat it while I, it's con- So popcorn chicken is a good one That's because perfect. you don't have to look at it. You can put it in your lap. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. It, you we have know, a little thing. And I we, like that. We know everybody likes fried chicken. Who but, doesn't? you know, I mean, back to it, you know, keeping it neat is probably, if you're going to be watching a movie at home, probably a, a priority. You know, so bowls yeah. of soup, like we talked about, I think are good. Yeah, I was thinking, I saw a, a, a New York Times article on beef stew. Uh, just to sit and eat just a bowl of soup. Mm-hmm. Nothing fancy, just a bowl of soup. So that mm-hmm. would be, for me, like a Christmas movie. Like a cold weather. Yeah, yeah. Like a warm. Dr. Zhivago. Yeah, like a movie I've seen a thousand times yeah. that I just want to watch with like a hug. Yeah. In a yeah. snuggie. And soup hugs you. So you ever, yeah. you ever had a, uh, there's another one, um, another idea you could do that would be kind of fun, a soup sandwich salad. That sounds crazy, right? So you take a, a baguette, you know, a sandwich baguette, yeah. like you get, you know, sandwich shop. Yeah. You know, and you haven't sliced it yet, right? But you can take, you know, a, 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 a dowel rod and basically poke a hole in it. And you stuff your salad all the way down the length of the bun. So you've got the salad <laughs> no. sandwich, and then you just dunk it in your soup while you're eating your movie. Oh, I, I love that. You know, like little cheese cubes for croutons, you know. You make a little bacon, cheddar, ranch, Caesar, stuff it right down in that baguette, and you got like a... A, a oh, portable sand, salad Dude, sandwich. Anytime <laughs> cooking and woodworking come together, I'm happy about it. Yeah, yeah. That is that that That's might be so your, good. You've said a lot of crazy things today, but it makes sense. Doesn't but it makes it? sense. Yeah. It, I'm it, mad it, at salad it. on the go, baby. Stuff that salad in there. All right, yeah. we got about a minute left before we talk to uh, Callie from Foodies Reviewing Movies. Uh, I know St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day is coming Day. up. Yeah. So what's on the menu? So St. Patrick's Day, we're doing features. We, a lot, a lot of this is about drinking beer, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, at Azor, we kind of like to elevate things a little bit. So I wanted to give you really good food to eat, to drink some beer with. Yeah. Maybe some Irish whiskey, right? So uh, what's better than Guinness Irish stew? You were just talking about beef stew. Here's oh, the yeah. original form, okay? Oh, you know, yeah. lots of Guinness beer, beef, brown sugar, onions, carrots, celery, potatoes, oh, yes. and fresh thyme make this rich stew, which I'm probably going to make uh, some kind of Irish soda bread to serve with that. Uh, then the same soda bread, I'm going to probably just kind of grill off into the toasts and top that with um, slaw, like cabbage slaw, and, and lox, which is cured salmon which is which, which is wow, would be a very delicious. traditional thing in ireland it's basically yeah. irish bruschetta right sure uh then i'm gonna do a salmon wellington um you know this is this salmon is kind of the theme there and and i don't really think there's a lot of fish offerings for saint patrick's Day. It's well salmon really has stuff. an irish history and oh that's absolutely a, you know, and we'll have to talk about that sometime so we'll take salmon and i'm gonna make a beautiful mushroom duck cell to put over top wrap it in puff pastry Bake it off so it's a Wellington, um, Gruyere, whipped mashed potatoes, honey mustard cream, and then, of course, corned beef and butterberries cabbage is going to be oh, on the menu because we have to delicious. do that. I'm going to spike the jus with Irish whiskey at the end uh, and then do some cold cannon-style new potatoes. Yes. Um, and then from the bar, we got an Irish Collins, a blacksmith, which is layered Guinness and Smithwick's. 
beer. That's good stuff. And then good old black and tan. So lots of good stuff. These are priced a la carte. Yeah. So just make a reservation and come and have a special. We, we, it's to be offered on St. Patrick's Day, which is a Friday this year. Yeah, it's Friday and night. These will be offered. So, that, okay. you know, a lot of people ask, like, hey, what does there do on St. Patrick's Day that's not going and standing in line at a bar to drink green beer? Right. You can come celebrate with some traditional yeah. Yeah. Irish fare and lore. Uh, a, a more of an adult celebration. More of an adult. I like that. All, All right. right. Sounds good. In a moment. Food and movies. The cross section. The the, uh, the podcast is Foodies Reviewing Movies. We'll talk to Callie next. Don't go anywhere. It's Food News and Choose Radio. Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Choose Radio. We are going to talk food and movies. Podcast, Foodies Reviewing Those Movies. Are, that's a good marriage. It, it really is. Yeah. Callie Matthews, who is the host of Foodies Reviewing Movies. Foodies Reviewing Movies. There you go. It's harder to say. Uh, is in the studio with us. And like so movies and food just kind of go to you want to have snacks when you watch movies right 100 percent. i mean it's interesting because initially when movies first started being shown it was back late 19th century Mm -hmm. and there was no food being shown with it it was about 1885 in france the lumiere brothers that was the first paying audience that saw a moving picture well it wasn't until about 30 years later that food started to get you know brought into actual movies yeah, people were billing. sneaking yeah. it in before it like there was some still are no rule some still are sneaking food yeah, in the movies exactly. a yeah. big old trench coat yeah. and a big old a price tag right yeah <laughs> but yeah it wasn't until like the 1930s when finally concession stands really became prominent and then like some of the big snacks that came into play were baby ruth was one of like oh, the yeah, first ruth. big candies of course you had popcorn because that's cheap and easy to make was that all, oh wait i've always wanted to know about the popcorn yes. in a movie theater right so i can't think of a noisier snack <laughs> i agree it's not a great movie snack. i don't get it yeah. but i love but it i mean it. i eat it. Have it yeah um you know what, what do you think it is is it just because it's light it doesn't fill you up it kind of it lasts mm-hmm. a long time I, oh, what yeah. is the draw to i think popcorn? it makes you want to buy drinks yes we it all causes have salt. Like, because of that yeah. salt it right. makes you thirsty but also you can mix it with i've seen a bunch of people put candy in like chocolate. raisin x oh yeah yeah with candy corn yeah. and popcorn. Candy corn. i was always <laughs> against that until recently oh <laughs> yeah but oh, i'm no, i think I'm sylvia got I'm me in. turned on to the peanuts and the I'm candy a bad corn. Influence. i'm a bad influence all right I'm, there's gonna <laughs> yeah. be a, a lot of non sequiturs here but real fast top three movie candies from everybody top so you go to the movie okay, theater yeah you know they had the candy the little candy's got to be in the box Okay. The candy box, or what are your three favorite candies at the movies? Okay, who goes first? Me? Oh, yeah, you can go first. All right, I'm going to go peanut M&M's, Butterfinger, Sour Patch Kids. Oh, well done. Yeah, Sour Patch Kids is big, and Mm -hmm. and I've actually acquired a taste for them. Uh, Junior Mints. Junior Mints. Add to that Junior Mints. There's something about the little tiny ones. (laughs) (laughs) The little tiny mints. They just taste better. It's like Mm -hmm. little Cokes. Yeah. Tastes better. And I splurge, and when I go to the movies... Good thing I don't go often. I get popcorn and put extra butter on it. Sure. And a Coke. Yes. It's my, oh, it's my guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. God, it's like 40 like bucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More expensive than the movie. Yeah. It is. How it about is. yours? I like, I mean, I like a traditional snow cap on occasion. Snow cap. Oh, okay. I feel yes. like you sort of got to go back. There's a little yeah. nostalgia there. Um, yeah. I also do like the peanut M&Ms. Those oh, are pretty yeah. good. And then I, I'm a Twizzlers fan. Oh. I like to get oh, some yeah. Twizzlers, but it's so noisy. I was at the downtown theater and I'm... 
Yeah. And a quiet place, too. Do you know how hard it is to be sneaky in a quiet place, too, yeah. with that wrapping? And then to add on to your soda, doing an icy, like a Coke icy. Yes. My kids always want Mix ices. the cherry and the regular. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I'm so glad you said snow caps, because those are yes. maybe the most underrated yeah, candy of all time. Are. All right, this is another sequitur. Sorry. Ices <laughs> or slush puppies? Oh. I grew up with slush puppies. See, I like them better. The icy has that... Was it malted kind of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't care for that. As All right, much. I feel with the icy, you're getting a regular Coke, but they freeze it and expand it. So if you melt it, you're probably getting three ounces of soda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas with a slush puppy, that thing is dense. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you a question. Um, do you ever do movies that are actual food movies, like Willy Wonka? So um, yeah, you know, there's yeah. several famous mm-hmm. food movies. Well, what's the mouse movie? R- Ratatouille. Oh, Ratatouille. Ratatouille. We did Ratatouille. Ratatouille. There's Tampoco. Yeah, we we yeah. did Ratatouille with Six Ten Magnolia out of Louisville. So that was mm. a really nice pairing. Recently, a co-host and I did the Menu. So that's going to be coming oh. out next season, and uh, that is. An How insane about, movie. I really Bugs Life it. is a, is a Bugs famous Life. one. I need to do that one. I haven't done that one just yet. So how do you do it? Let's talk about it. So the podcast is Foodies Review Movies, mm-hmm. and you get an Apple and Spotify probably wherever you get your yes. podcast. How do you do Do you watch the movie while you eat, or do you find food to go with the movie? Or mm-hmm. like, what? What's tell us how it works. Sure. So pretty much go ahead. I lay out a rough draft of a season, figure out a good combination of different types of movies. We don't want just all action movies. We don't want just all kids movies. Actually, my my demographic is like 30 to 45 mm-hmm. males, 75% males, wow. which is really interesting. Is. And I mean, there's people like I think Canada and Germany are like the two countries underneath the U.S. that follow the podcast the most. Really? Which is interesting. I think that has to do with James from the 13th Floor podcast, which you haven't heard of that. That's conspiracy theories, aliens, like everything. That's my jam. And yeah. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. (laughs) And so he came on, and I think because of his international following, that helped bring them to my table. But yeah, so I'll go through, make sure there's a nice variety of movies. We'll watch the movie. We'll usually go get the food, like, you know, we'll watch movies separately, go get the food together, and then we'll go and record the episode. Yeah, because you don't want to record, you're not trying to capture the ambiance of the wherever you are. You're right. trying to do quality audio right so that people can hear and Mm -hmm. and understand so like the mr gaddies yeah which i thought was cool (laughs) toy story Mm -hmm. and uh talking about that fabulous so people get to learn about restaurants and things like that that we don't normally hear about that's a kid's place right but not really yeah so would you liken this to say kind of like a mystery science theater 3000 with concessions or is it more like you know how do we pair movies with food a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, mm. like, for example, we did a recording of Alien, which is one of my favorite movies. And mm. I got the astronaut ice cream bars. Oh. Ordered them offline. You want those to be yeah. so good, yeah. but they're not. <laughs> I know. Every time I was I, surprised I, that it weren't worse, though. I, As a kid, I'd get one every year on my birthday. And mm-hmm. every year I'd be like, this is going to be great this time. And it wasn't. And oh, they were no. bad. Because they're, they're, they're freeze-dried. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? I thought it was like I thought I was going to be biting into a thing of chalk. And yeah. it wasn't like I was eating Tums. So that was nice. But yeah, I, I wanted my regular ice cream. You know, I like like Tillamook oh. ice cream that's nice and creamy. Yeah. Not 
chalky. <laughs> yeah. Well, how long have you been doing this? Uh, since September of 2021. 2021. So, yeah, it takes a while, there. right, to develop yeah. a following on it podcasting. It does. And then I had like a, a health situation pop up end of last year. And that took me out of the game for a couple of months and just trying to recuperate from that. So I'm a, I'm a one woman show at this point. So I do all of the producing. I do all of the preparation, yeah. editing. And you have a job, too. And I have a full-time job, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. pretty much two jobs. <laughs> so like, if let's just say pick a movie, uh, you know, like if you're going to do The Hunt for Red October, okay. you would do Russian food. Yeah. Or something that mm-hmm. go not necessarily yeah. food from the movie, but maybe food yeah. and sub sandwiches would be yeah. fun. Yeah. Sub sandwiches, sub, too. Oh, yeah. sub sandwiches. Yeah. I like the way I you love think. that. Mm-hmm. I love That's that. Smart. Yeah. Yes. So, are you a bigger fan of food or movies? How uh, what brought these two things together? Well, so a couple of different reasons. For one, I initially started because we had the I call them the lost years that we recently had from 2020 mm-hmm. on, with everyone having to deal with COVID. And I was like, I want an excuse to get together with my friends and be able to talk about movies, talk about food. We love both, so let's go ahead and marry them together because you have to have an interesting hook when it comes to podcasting. There's millions of podcasts out there, yeah. mm-hmm. so um, there was a show back in the day dinner and a movie mm-hmm. totally did not remember that until after i had started recording a podcast, <laughs> dinner and a movie. Yeah. no it but, was on usa right yeah, really? it yeah. was a usa show oh, from like the late really? 90s i mm-hmm. remember that and they'd show the movie but the commercials would be some host like j bob or joe right or whatever, yeah. you know, kind of giving some it was on commentary. in between la femme mm-hmm. nikita and uh ooh, what was it Oh, God, I think Highlander or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) I like how you remember the first one there. I do remember the first one. Yeah, and Silk Stockings, that was it. I remember the 90s very well. But so Dinner and a Movie, which is a classic, you know, way Mm -hmm. to spend an evening. I think that was sort of in the back of my head, but I didn't consciously think about that until afterward. But it was really a a podcast called Off Menu, and it's these two British comedians, James Aidcaster and Ed Gamble, and they go through and run through your, your, like, dream meal and it goes from like still or sparkling water all the way down to dessert so that's sort of where I got my similar format from but then I flipped it on its head because we have an amuse-bouche which is your icebreaker sort of sets the tone then you have your uh, apps haps which is when we talk about the food itself cinematic entree you go into the movie review but also intertwining some food Mm. in there as well so like Mm. let's say there's the menu for example you know we talk about some questions involving food on the plates as well and you know we sort of go from there all the way through dessert and uh, have a have a fun time and I try and bring in facts that may not be super well known I want yeah. someone to walk away learning at least one new thing and those facts could be about the food or the movie yes usually both usually both like, I, what, what are some of the things that blew your mind that you learned while oh doing this gosh um I'm trying to think of one. It I is hard. It's like, it's so like hunting a school of fish. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's so exactly. many. Like off the last one you did. What do you, yeah. when you like? Do you learn facts about? We talked about Evil Dead. Yeah, that episode's out, right? Mm-hmm. That one's actually getting ready to come. Oh, out. getting ready. Yeah. Evil Dead. If you're not familiar with it, amazing, campy, like late mm-hmm. '80s horror movie, yeah. unintentionally funny, mm-hmm. and then it led to two sequels, which were more horror comedies. Yeah, yes. I'm waiting for you to do Cocaine Bear. Yeah, oh, it's, <laughs> I think it's coming. I think it might be coming. Um, yeah. What do you with, eat with that? Are you just like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's a good question. What would you eat with cocaine bear? Powdered donuts. That makes sense. Like, that's the first thing that comes to mind is powdered donuts. Snow caps will work. Snow caps will work. Snow caps will work. Would you eat, like, like, would you go for, like, wild game and do, like, bear? Because you can get, like, I mean, bear meatballs. You can buy pre-made bear meatballs from exotic. No, thank you. you know? yeah. Well, <laughs> don't buy them. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you ever have bear? No. no. Oh, no. You don't want to eat that. Really? really? Well, no. Tell us. Tell it's us. It's just us. the gamiest, grayest, murkiest, baddest meat you're going to eat. Really? You don't know oh. any bear. Well, I wouldn't have even tried have, it to have begin. You had and you wouldn't. Have you ever seen a, yeah. <laughs> you ever seen a bear shaved? No. no. That's All the right. weirdest question no. I've ever been asked <laughs> yeah. in my Look life. Look one up on the internet, and then you'll never want to eat bear again. <laughs> what <laughs> websites are you going to? Where, where what is, is this? Search I think it's like called the dark yeah. web. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been shaved bear. They probably thought I was typing in something different. I feel like... You know I, what I'm saying. But first off, if you had ever, if you would ask me, have you ever seen a shaved bear? And if I said yes, you should immediately yeah. knock me off your friends list. Yeah. You ever seen a shaved bear? Absolutely. Don't come in my house. So, yeah. So weird... But where? Okay. But, but you'll bring me in your studio. Who has? The, who would shave a bear? Like that's 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 that another problem. That seems cruel, doesn't yeah, it? I mean, it, it seems scary. Is it taxidermy? Is that like the only way? No, I mean, I guess they're in captivity and just like other animals, they have to be cared for sometimes mm. in procedures. Oh my really god! Shave them. <laughs> You're I never gonna eat it. Bear. It looks like the scariest creature on earth. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even need to look at the picture. Twitch's face is a no. Oh, no. Why See, did you look, turn that? Tell me that's not scary. That scarier that than an actual bear. In, that looks in like defense, a Ghostbuster. In yeah. defense of Jeremy, have you ever t- typed in anything and then what you got was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then you try to erase it off your computer yeah. oh, so nobody knew that thing. You know, oh. uh, shaved guinea pig is way cuter. Um, oh my God! That, you, you, are you guys ready for me to cook that for you? No. no. Well, how about ceviche, just raw? Then, right? I don't want to share a planet with that. Thing. Might be the reason that they would do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've eaten gator. You know, like mm-hmm. if if we did, I mean, look, we have cocaine bear. I'm gonna trade that. Mark this copyright at whatever right now. Meth gator. I want. That's already a thing. Is it a good thing? The oh. the same people who did Sharknado and Snakes on a Plane have already started producing meth gator. Oh. It comes out meth next gator. year. Meth gator. I want it to like. I want a meth gator to fight the boa constrictors. So like, no, swear to God, they, the the people who who are the, the movie movie Sharknado. The movie, uh, not Snakes on a Plane, but Snakes on a Train. Yeah. There's a company out there that just does, um, like, not parodies, but knockoffs of famous Mm -hmm. movies. And they've already started production on Meth Gator. Oh, Meth Gator. I lost my opportunity. Sharknado. (laughs) Yeah, too late. It's already a thing. So, okay, so so at Cocaine Bear. Yes. Powdered donuts. Mm -hmm. uh, Sub sandwiches. Do you eat a full meal when you do it? Uh, yeah, typically we'll go out and we'll we'll eat at a restaurant and uh, just sit down and enjoy it. And really, like, part of the reason why I wanted to do it that way, too, is because I want to promote local restaurants. Mm-hmm. With COVID having happened, unfortunately, it did kill some of our restaurants. But luckily, there's a lot of my favorites still here. So I want to continue to support mm-hmm. them as much as possible. How often do you come out with a new episode? We come out weekly. We're going to be taking a little bit of a break here between season two and season three. So season three is expected in April. April, mm-hmm. And we're just wrapping up. We're going to have um, two episodes coming out. We're going to have um, the movie Tomorrow War, and then we're going to have uh, Terminator Two. Oh, good! Yeah, good movie. Yeah, so we're going to have that one as Where our closer. Where will you go? Yeah. Have you <laughs> After that, that well, well, what, okay, what do you eat for for Terminator Two? That's says. what I'm so saying. You know, where that are you gonna one go? we did, like I mentioned, Six Ten Magnolia for Ratatouille. Well, mm-hmm. my friends, like, hey, let's go back for another meal. We sort of have this uh, fancy friends annual dinner now, and he's like, I want to go back and try their meal this year. And so we went back for a part two. And Magnolia. In yeah, and had a yeah. sequel at 
610 Magnolia. So okay. Yeah. Oh, I get that sequel. Okay, yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, we were both, connection. Yeah. It was funny because we both were like, okay, what's like the best sequel out there? And we both like said Terminator 2 at the exact same time. Yeah, totally not a food movie. Right. No. You know, I was exactly. trying to think of one morsel of food and then a Well, movie. you know, the main character yeah. didn't even eat food. Right. True. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So yeah, no, that's a that is God, best sequels of all time. That's yeah. that or Godfather too. Yeah. Those two. Oh, the Godfathers are. See, Godfather would be almost yeah. too easy because it's just Italian. You got to do right. like yeah. old yeah. school yeah. Italian food. Yeah, that would be food. easy. Yeah. That one would be easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that yeah. one eventually will come down the pike. I mean, we're gonna do all of them. I love finding like those smaller independent films that mm-hmm. maybe not as many people know about because then I get to introduce people to it. Yeah. So I love doing that. But then of course you got to have your heavy hitters like Terminator Two. Yeah, you got to play the hits. You know. Yeah, you so. got to play the hits. So that's uh, favorite movie snack, not candy, but favorite mm-hmm. thing to eat during. A movie. I know. Go ahead. <laughs> Cinemark's Pizza Hut. Really? Are they? Are they? Okay, the, uh, I'm sorry. That's not pizzas? what you meant. But no, that's a great. Idea. No, they come in these little personal pans. Yeah, the little pans. And pan they're pizzas. in this cabinet, and it, I crave them when I walk in the room. I get that. Really? Yeah, they're well, little that. pizza, little huts, tiny pan pizza, and they are so good. And I don't know why they're. I mean. Pizza Hut's good, mm-hmm. but these little personal pan pizzas, and, and you can't eat them easily. They're so those gooey. are the same pizzas that we would get when we were kids for reading books. The mm-hmm. reading, the reading. I think it's the called reading counts. Pans? Yeah, the little you get a little coupon thick, when you were a kid. If you they're read thick. ten books, you got a free pizza from I Pizza Hut. That. Yeah, and and they're yeah. thick, mm-hmm. and they're, they're real really gooey, and they're hard to eat when you're sitting. And I get them with my grandkids, mm-hmm. and we're just like covered in goo by the time mm-hmm. we're finished. But How many it's times so have you good. Burned your mouth? Yeah, Has that happened quite frequently. Every time. Not so far because I probably don't feel it because I just love them. When you're in love, you don't feel singed or yeah. something, you know. Well, food movies. I mean, food movies. That's your favorite, Jeremy. You got a favorite thing to eat during movies? Like if you're watching a movie, because I, I don't get to watch as many movies as I want anymore. So mm-hmm. no, I'm pretty basic. I mean, food, like actual food, foods didn't really uh, occur to me until Movie Tavern mm-hmm. came around. You know, yeah. where you yeah. could actually eat, eat there. So I mean, I'm back on the classic popcorn and candy. Do you mm-hmm. like to eat a full meal while you watch? Do you like to eat while you watch movies? I, I think that's you know, really fun. Thing, mm-hmm. I think. But like a meal, would you eat no, like 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 a movie tower? Would you eat like a burger and fries while you watch a movie? No, yeah. that'd be too much. Maybe at home. Maybe but, at home, right? But not out and about. Like at home, usually I'm yeah. sitting there with a mug of ice cream, yeah. you know, yeah. and just yeah. eat my ice cream, popcorn, popcorn, popcorn yeah. pizza, and Coke. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I enjoy eating at the movie tavern like while I'm watching the movie. I just I don't do that at home though. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the difference is. I'm a pretty serious movie watcher. Like I'm, yeah. I'm there to watch it. Really? Mm-hmm. And there's there's several snacks that are that rank right up there. Like uh, they said nachos, mm-hmm. besides popcorn and all. Yeah. That. Uh, hot dogs, and junior mints, milk duds, Skittles, mm-hmm. Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Are among the top things. I think movie eat. theater nachos with that bright orange cheese. Mm-hmm. They're just different. Yeah. You yes. know what I mean? They're not like restaurant nachos. They're that. You know what? You know the the space cheese I call it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, see, that's not my favorite, guys, because mm-hmm. they're always the chips are always stale. Sure. Yeah. And stuff. I don't know. You like it. That's the beauty of it. Like the beauty. Beauty. <laughs> it's just like it's so bad it's good. <laughs> right. You know? I know. Sometimes that's like snacks are all about right. And exactly. Kind of just breaking out of greasy and bad. It doesn't maybe count on your ledger, yeah, right? Yeah, maybe that's why life. you like the pizza because it's just greasy and gooey yeah, and just like yeah, all the things good you know you shouldn't probably. eat. Yeah. But you want it. It's so good. Because you're doing a thing you never do. You're sitting in the dark for two hours. You're mm-hmm. not looking at your phone. Yeah. And you're just sitting with a bunch of strangers. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, if I'm doing this, I might as well just go all in. 
in. Go for right. it. Get the pizza. Put get the, all that get the butter on the Coke. popcorn sure. that you shouldn't popcorn have. Popcorn without butter. That's like it's eating like, unfrosted Pop-Tarts. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's yeah. against the rules. Yeah. You know, yeah. if someone doesn't, like, get extra butter on their popcorn, I don't know if I can trust them as I a agree. person. I agree. You know? And then you got to do, like, the halfway where you're like, hey, can you please only fill it halfway? Let me put the butter and then yeah. fill it the next halfway. Hey, they do that at the Kentucky Theater. Yeah. Yes. He does that automatically. I'm, you can see him operate. He puts the butter. He takes half and then. That's a craft. That's artisanship. Yeah. Absolutely. We just got, like, this is flown by, but uh, Callie Matthews of the Foodies Reviewing Movies podcast, out wherever you get podcasts, new episode out when? Actually, it just dropped yesterday on uh, Friday, uh. so we uh, we have a new one there waiting for you. Harry so, Met Sally. Oh, oh great. Yeah. I'll have what oh, she's having. That's so good. <laughs> that's so good. All right, yes. we'll check it out. Back in a few, it's Food News and Shoes Radio. Thank you.